तो ऐसे में द ट्रू हंट ने की ग्लोबल मेरीटाइम इंडिया समिट 2023 से जुड़ी कुछ खास चर्चा वहां पर मौजूद अंतर्राष्ट्रीय और राष्ट्रीय स्टेक होल्डर्स के साथ तो आइए ले चलते हैं और सुनाते हैं कि उनका क्या है कहना सर ऑफ कोर्स वी नो अबाउट यू दैट द रूट्स आर फ्रॉम इंडिया बट यू आर वर्किंग विद मेरीटाइम इंडस्ट्री इन सिंगापुर सो बींग एट दिस ग्लोबल मेरीटाइम इंडिया समिट टू हाउ डू यू सी फ्रॉम द सिंगापुर परस्पेक्टिव आई वर्क वेरी क्लोजली विद maritime administration the mpa in singapore i work for an insurance company where we provide uh, third party insurance to ships which includes seafarer and their claims etc so that's how we can contribute because my company the ship owners pni club insures close to 34000 vessels which is the largest in number of any insurer so we get a lot of data due to which we analyze the statistics and um, it's important because we try to showcase to the industry what is broken and that needs to be fixed as you have named uh, seafarer so what kind of opportunities are seen from this kind of event for seafarers taking a step from here i think the points discussed during the forums i've seen are going to be quite relevant especially where people try and discuss that with autonomous ships coming what is the future of seafarers i've read somewhere that it's going to be that a remote control operator will be designated as a seafarer and i'm saying hold on a minute why can't we twist it round and say a seafarer can be designated as a remote control operator so why should we put seafarers out of the equation rather than actually we can upskill them and give them opportunity where you are seeing india 5 years from now it is already a maritime very strong power but we just have to make sure our seafarers are skilled autonomous ships are coming we can't wait and watch to see what the imo decides we need to start upskilling now we need to start teaching our people proper leadership because the problems we seafarers have that our masters degree is not even recognized as an equivalent in universities outside sir lastly my question is as you are working in singapore so comparing singapore maritime industry with indian maritime industry what are the differences if they are or we are ahead of singapore now what would you like to say on both are amazing in their own way but i think what um, the indian administration can do like how singapore models singapore engages a local community a lot so i'm a warden of the company of master mariners here we have imei we have a lot of professional bodies here with a lot of expertise so for policy making i think the government should use these institutions they should form those task force a working committee which actually should be more of quality not quantity but people who can deliver new ideas etc and with that kind of feedback from the industry and then the government makes policy so it's a bit of a win win situation we could say that indian uh, political system it has got center and state governments uh, differently so as i could take from your point that one approach should be there to achieve the target absolutely i think it's one voice one seafarers one shipping one country just last words are you happy with the current growth it's magnificent on, on all aspects i mean last 10 years ago everyone used to think india is just like slum dog millionaire and then now it's come to a force to reckon with and modi ji has kind of done that right now we went from slum dog millionaire to sachin tendulkar and now it's narendra modi and that's the way it's supposed to be lead from the top that respect that's being generated over there in the global community hitting six all the time hitting sixes all the time and not even on a t20 field on a full field you know sir we have seen the grand start of uh, the global maritime india summit 2023 so how do you see it and what are the expectations from this grand start excellent start off what you said is right absolutely the third summit mis3 prime minister honorable narendra modi leading from the front and claiming to have signed 10 lakh crore mous and this is also going to take on a very next step the indian logistics very important sector because we have to bring the logistic cost 
and for that model shift must happen. So Global Maritime India Summit is focused at doing that, changing that model shift from railways to the, or roads to the sea. More partners are involved here. I have seen 170 plus countries taking part. So there's a huge crowd and a lot of uh, energy has been put into this uh, Global Summit. I'm telling you Maritime is the future for country. Sir, as you said, Maritime is the future for the country. So I would like to ask you that it has been seen that the collaboration of centre and state makes things happen more effectively, more efficiently. So, Maharashtra has set an example, collaborating with centre, implementing the policies. So, what do you think uh, to make all this success all over India? So, what kind of approach should be there so that the success of this grand event should be implemented and effectively seen in whole India? See, the 10 lakh crore MOU speaks volumes about the business prospects. Now, in a corporate style, what the government should do is put KPIs, the performance indexes to these MOUs, put target dates and execute them because we somehow lack in execution. State has come forward and been the same government in state and centre has really augmented the entire growth. Maritime will be the future if we really execute these 10 lakh crore MOUs now and Prime Minister leading it from the front himself will really put a lot of energy into it. All three ministers present here today, all two chief ministers of Goa and Maharashtra. Maharashtra maritime policy requires to be revamped and I'm sure with the both chief ministers together, Maharashtra and Goa, with the central minister, it's not a day away. Sir, uh, talking about the Maharashtra policies related to the maritime, so what are the expectations from that? Could you elaborate? See, after 2611, the entire Maharashtra maritime coastal security policy has come under scrutiny. Though Maharashtra is the number one state in investments and FDIs, but nothing we are doing in the maritime sector. That means the entire maritime coast of 750 kilometer is lying idle for investment. So I think Maharashtra maritime policy which should be rolled out now in 2023 May, I think that has got lot of potential for the investors to invest. That's going to have a lot of uh, implications in Maharashtra's maritime policy. I'm very happy to work myself as well with the Maharashtra maritime policy only to see that it is executed well. So we could say that heading a All India Pilot and Seafarers Marine Association. So we could say that everybody is happy with the current state, what the government is effectively implementing this maritime policies and this global event. See, maritime associations are very happy with the government, the way it is going. But at this point in time, the scope is very high and our speed of execution is very low. So that has to be matched. Associations also will come forward to help government to implement things. But the government must make use of the associations like CMI, IMEI, Global Met. Uh, there are many associations in India which are ready to help government. And idea is to government using them effectively, collaborating with them as well and taking it forward. Sir, being uh, from the maritime industry, what is your take on today's event which has got a grand start? I think it is an historic moment moment that the growth which has gained momentum in India over the last few years is going to be taken up to the next level and we see a lot of MOUs being signed. I see that India is going to be the next global hub for seafarers. Thank you. Sir, uh, you are happy with where we are today in the maritime industry as seeing the Sagar Mala project has been a grand success which has given to this industry. For a beginning I am I can say I am happy but we are a long way to go. The 14 clusters of the Sagar Mala project, the port-led development as the Honorable Prime Minister just said is yet to actually culminate. We have made a beginning, it will take some time, it doesn't happen overnight. But yes, this is the way or this is the path for the growth of India. I would think that going ahead about 5 to 10 years, this will be a grand success.